Yo, yo, what's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of BTB. Coming to you live from the Windy City, a.k.a. the Gold Coast. Yes, the Korean John Cusack is recording in the actual hometown of John Cusack. Chi-Town, baby. This is the world-famous Behind the Baller podcast recorded in HD high Doge Phoenician stereo sound. Always professional podcasting. This episode and all episodes are produced by the dynamic podcast producer duo, the Dust Brothers. Guys, check it out, man. I want to start off by saying something good first and then go into some shit, okay? Even though cryptocurrency is back up, right? It's fucking crushing it. My trip here to Chicago didn't start out that great. And I was debating whether or not to even bring it up, but I was like, you know what? I'm pretty transparent here. I tell you guys a lot and I want to just get this shit out of the way, okay? All this fucking talk of shutting down and the fucking vaccines work, but they could still get you sick and you could still get the fuck. It just, all this shit that's going on, my kids' upcoming school year, right? Like the future of their school, like are they going to, they going to wear masks? Are they going to class? Is London going? What the fuck's going on? Which also happens to be Kaya's first school year ever. I just got her school uniform. I almost died. It's so fucking cute. Like I'm just fucking anxious as hell. Okay, I might cancel our trip to New York City. And um, I've been masking up heavy everywhere I go, wearing a mask on, you know, in public, whatever. Um, you know, it just depends, right? Even outside, it's just, it's crazy. And there's there's no mask mandate out here in Chicago. Um, in fact, I rarely see any masks outside. There's, there's not a lot of places inside I'm really seeing them. So I don't really know. And I know they don't have a high vaccine level here, but it's just weird. I'm just not taking the chances. Look, guys. I know it's cool to some of you guys who've got COVID and I'm just saying that sarcastically, but it's like, that's what it seems like for some of you dumb fucks. And I know some of you guys got the antibodies. Some of you got sick as fuck and some of you didn't feel the COVID-19 that bad because you're vaccinated, right? All right, we'll check game. I don't want to get it. Okay. I don't want to know what it feels like. I don't want to fucking get it at all whatsoever. I don't want, I don't care. I'm not curious to get it. I don't, I don't want to know, you know, I'll take your word for it. I'll take everyone's word for it. Okay. I don't want to get it, carry it, pass it on to my son, London. Or in fact, I don't want to pass it on to anyone. Okay. Yes, I'm currently out of town. I flew here on a public airplane, but I'm following protocol better than the CDC could ever. All right, I actually understand how a virus like this spreads. I've talked about it enough, so much here on the podcast that you guys should understand. But yet, still, dumb fuckery. Okay, so again, having some really bad anxiety. Don't know why, you know? Even when you do know why sometimes, now you can do it to stop it. All right, a lot of pressure, uh, I don't know why there's so much pressure, why I put so much pressure on myself. There's a lot of stress. I took a very early flight yesterday so that I can make it to the national yesterday in time to like still make it to show up to the tops booth, whatever. But my nerves, my nerves got the best of me and they made a decision for me. All right, like, nah, that ain't gonna be a good idea, bro. Check this out. Boom. 
So I woke up in like weird body aches. My legs fell asleep, whatever. And I'm sitting in my plane seat, seat 1F, okay? And I look over and a stewardess is sitting next to me. And I'm like, yo, is everything okay? And she says, no, Mr. Yang, are you okay? We cannot leave and depart this flight until you let us know that you're all right. Now, my flight's supposed to leave at 6.45. I boarded the plane at 5.55. So I don't know what the fuck happened. I'm shook because all eyes are on me like my name is Mr. Shakur, right? I don't recall shit except I remember parking my Porsche in the parking lot. I remember going through TSA. Don't remember shit else I boarded, but apparently... I fainted yesterday on the plane. I hit my head against the wall in first class. Got a little scratch above my eye from my glasses. Got a little small bump on the side of my head, which is gone now. But I was shook like the whole flight, you know, getting here. Okay. To make matters worse, I blew that first class bathroom the fuck up. All right. Once we hit airspace, yes, I let that shit all out. Literally. I felt like my five-day weirdo, like my stomach was going through some shit. It was weird. So I think I said I took some sort of hangover pill or something. I was telling you that guys that, and I didn't feel so good, right? And like, just feel like my bathroom regimen was off. Well, I cleared that shit up and of all places on the fucking airplane. Anyways, thank God for dude wipes, the travel size wipes that keep in my pocket all the fucking time, keep them in the motherfucking car. In fact, you know what's fucking crazy? Another weird thing. Guess where dude wipes was invented and where they're from? Yep, right here. The 312, Chicago. So before I even landed, you know, I emailed Tops. I said, yeah, I'm not coming to the booth. Uh, can I make the, you know, just a, a good face appearance today? Uh, I was supposed to meet up with my dude, Steve Aoki, last night. We're supposed to have dinner at Tao. But I just took it all the way light, okay? What's crazy is I feel jet lagged. I feel so fucked up. As soon as I got to my hotel, I got some coffee in me, you know, whatever. I just, I took, you know, I fell asleep for maybe an hour or two on the plane. I just, I feel jet lagged. Like that's the real way to put it. Like I feel crazy, right? I know I'm only a couple hours ahead and I'm barely in a different time zone, but I real, like for real feel jet lagged. I don't know what the fuck is going on. But if you know me, like if you know me, know me, then you know whatever it is. I take my little breather. I get my little sips of Pocari sweat, some water, and the show must go on. Unless it involves my kids, right? If it involves my kids, all bets are off. If it doesn't, I try to do what I got to do to deal with whatever recovery needed, and I deal with that recovery after, right? But it was scary though, okay? I have never fainted or passed out in my life ever. Once their doctor checked my vitals and they were said I was all G, I guess they did that while I was fucking out. I was out for like they said two, three minutes or something. Oh no. Um, 117 over 72 with my, my blood pressure, saturation level at 96. I had the saturation monitor in my thing, no fever. They gave me the green light and, you know, it was out, right? I think I might be slightly dehydrated, but you know what? That part will be fixed because as soon as I checked into my hotel suite yesterday, Pokari Sweat, the corporation themselves, sent me a case of Pokari Sweat, right? Straight to my fucking hotel room, 24 bottles. I am fucking nice and hydrated now. I've been drinking this shit. Fucking amazing. There is no better electrolyte drink in the universe than Pokari Sweat. 
Thank you to all the people at Pokari Sweat. If you go to my Instagram, you'll see, I think it's called tri, at Tri Pokari, but just, you'll see I follow them. Okay, so let me back up a little bit real quick again. So as soon as I landed in Chi-Town, you know, I'm in my car service and I'm like, you know, let me go through Twitter and see what's trending, see what's up, I listen to my podcast. I'm listening to my little, listen to, I forgot this fucking um, chameleon podcast. This high rollers pot. It's actually pretty interesting, but you know, I, I stopped. I'm like, who the fuck is Matt Walsh? Some journalist, some fucking idiot who like, he's like saying like 20% shit that he's saying is I can relate to the 80% is just like so out of it. Like he, he says he's vaccinated, but then he tries to stir up confusion. Like he just says dumb ass shit because people want to start shit. And it's like, okay, great. You know, it's fun to make fun of the CDC and the who and whatever, but like, yo, of course, it is confusing. It's fucked up. They're asking vaccinated people to wear their masks here and there. Why bring anything negative to something that is saving lives? Why give anybody more speculation? Why add? Even to the fucking people that are not on your side, that didn't get vaccinated, why give them any more fuel to fuck with some shit when this is doing good for us? Okay? Let's deal with that shit another time when everyone's safe and good. Okay? Anyways, he made this statement. He's trending because the whole Simone Biles situation, he says, Michael Jordan would never leave a game seven and quit due to mental illness. Simone Biles left because she said she wasn't having fun. Now, I don't recall her ever saying that, right? And whatever she's going through, shit, baby girl, I hope you're okay. So let me just say some shit real quick. Okay, jerky, number one. MJ never played in a game seven. He never even saw a game seven. Okay, he's the GOAT. I get the point you're trying to make, but dude, shut the fuck up. You're talking about literally a girl who was raped and molested by her coach. Of course, she's gonna have PTSD and whatever the fuck she's got going on. And yes, it happens to be on the biggest stage in her, you know, for her platform or for her sport it is the biggest stage during a shitty ass pandemic right i'm not even really watching the olympics like that she decided to bow out gracefully and on top okay it's her fucking decision she said it was for her mental health okay the bottom line is she don't owe us she don't owe our country shit now she's also the greatest gymnast ever there isn't no argument about that either before this olympics she was the greatest she's going to be the greatest after she is the goat gymnast the world has seen so i highly doubt she was scared to perform maybe she's like yo i can't be 100 percent. i can't even be 91 percent. so whatever she's going through look she might have a lot of shit going on we don't ever know so even though i do think this generation is soft as fuck and they are, you know, that's the answer she gave and whatever, man, it is what it is. You know, I'll keep that shit to myself. That's, but you know, um, do I have to respect the fact that this generation is soft? No. And people are like, what if your son or your daughter, if my son or daughter, my son will give up on things, right? That don't mean I accept it. Okay. I don't respect that, you know, and, oh, you're a bad dad or whatever. No, fuck that shit, you know? Part of my upbringing was, you know, I'm sorry, not even part. Most of my upbringing 
was very rough and it was tough and I was pushed, right? The thing was, I think I was pushed further in the wrong direction instead of having a motivational push, you know, and, you know, it broke me, okay? Now, I don't want to break London or Ryder or Kaya, okay? But again, when I see soft shit, do I got to respect it? No, even if it's my son or my daughter, okay? Or, you know, look, Maybe it's going to take some getting used to as they get older and they do start competing and start playing sports or doing anything else, okay? But something in the water is making our stars soft. It's weird, but it's true. All right, now back to MJ quitting. He quit in the off season, okay? I will state that because I did see Matt Walsh backpedal and start saying shit, whatever. Actually, I'm sorry, he didn't backpedal. He went and doubled down. He's like, no, fuck you, okay? But MJ did you know, leave, his dad had died, he'd accomplish everything he needed to, but I will say this, if there was a game seven, and he had what was going on with his dad's death and all kinds of shit, and he had all kinds of the whole world on his shoulders, already dealing with more than anyone else could imagine, please believe Michael Jordan is showing up to game seven and taking that W by any means necessary, because that's what motherfuckers during our generation did, and that's all I got to say about it, okay? Because we're making acceptable or we're making it acceptable to quit. Right? And again, not saying it's a pussy ass excuse, not saying anything. I'm just saying whether it be mental health, whether it be whatever, we're making it acceptable to quit. If there's 7% of people are using it and they're lying, using that excuse, it still makes it look bad for the people who really do have situations. Again though, that's where you have to judge Greatness overall. What are people dealing with? Someone's, you know, dad died, whatever. Well, what the fuck was it? Like Isaiah Thomas Jr., his sister died or something to play. Like you, you don't know what the fuck's going on and people still go out there and don't make excuses and they just go. They all, we're all human. We're all human when it ends up some, you know, being something like that. But then, you know, when you lose, you can't use that excuse. And it, or it's just like, look, cancel culture has got to stop. It is the root of all this bullshit. You can't be judged under all this fucking scrutiny. You say something, you're judged. And like, look, I get it. If MJ was around today, he had social media, do I think he'd be on there like that? No, I don't. He'd just be super focused. You know, Kobe was on it still, a little part of it here and there, showed some family life. He wasn't like getting deep into it. But the cancel culture, you know, motherfuckers who really are strong, headstrong, and had the right upbringing, they're not tripping on that shit. But again, fuck cancel culture. Fuck it all the way. And it's the worst on both sides. If there's a left side of cancel culture, fuck them. Right side, fuck them. Uh, north, south, fuck all ways of cancel culture. And the funny thing is, it's mostly by people who ain't ever set foot in those respected worlds. Meaning, if it's sports, it's the cancel culture. The loudest cowards are the ones that never played the game. They're yelling from the cheap seats. Not even the cheap seats. They're fucking yelling from their couch. Okay. If it's music, we're talking about music cancel culture. It's not anyone who has any talent musically or actually knows how to sing or produce. Okay. Now, I don't know the timeline, but it seems like in this last 10 years, and, and there's even maybe a, a tighter you know, timeline, but I'm just going to say in the last decade, a major shift has happened. So now emos, closet freaks, they've got a lot stronger. Why? Due to cancel culture. 
And while I hate bullies a shit ton, cancel culture is filled with motherfucking bullying. Okay? You got all these motherfuckers hiding behind 99.9999999999999% of these fucking cancel culture motherfuckers. They got a fake picture of Beyonce, a fake profile pic, an egg pic, a no pic, a K-pop picture, some anime profile pic, okay? This is what it is with cancel culture. What I've done. I feel like there needs to be a documentary on it. And I, I've done my little, you know, due diligence of it and went down, you know, uh, that foxhole before because I've dealt with the K-pop shit and it's a weird thing and it's, I don't know why it's tied into K-pop. I don't know why. From my research, I think it's due to a lack of parental guidance and even a lack of big homie guidance big sis guidance, whatever the fuck it is, there was no elders out there, respected elders guiding these children. And it's been going on for so long that these kids grew up with nobody and they've, they've turned out different and weird, okay? I'm telling y'all, I've witnessed this shit, I've seen it, I've checked it out. When you look at this cancel culture shit and these people, they could be even older, whatever. No parental supervision has caused a lot of this motherfucking sad-ass grief, okay? These kids have been raised by the internet because they got nobody else, okay? No one. So they're just out running amok, and that's what, you know, they, they make friends on the internet, or they don't, they just, you know, they just troll, and that's what they fucking do, okay? So listen, parents, adults, please, raise your kids, Take care of your children. They did not ask to be here. You brought them into the world. I know people don't believe in abortion. A lot of people don't. Catholics and Christians don't. But if you're not going to be in this kid's life and you know off jump that you aren't from the start, don't bring another living soul into this world so you can set them up for failure. Okay? Sorry, PETA. You can't compare pets and animals to humans because you don't have to worry about what that human life will become in society when they become an adult, 18 or older, you know, whatever it is, okay? So I hate to do this, but I got to get into a commercial break real quick, and I'm getting a little bit of dry mouth right now, but we'll be right back to finish this fuck cancel culture talk and fuck hate, by the way. Miles, I know you're living your best life currently in Central America right now, but we need to cut to a break. Please throw on some Lakey Lake. All right, be right back, y'all. Hey guys, should I grow my hair again? Like, I I'm serious. Keeps really has me thinking. I've seen a bunch of the BTB Army DMs with progress pictures, and of course, the great Miles Davis of the Dust Brothers and DB Picks is the poster child of hair regrowth. So, if you don't believe me, ask Miles. Keeps offers a simple, stress free way to keep your hair. Convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't even have to leave your home. Low cost 
Treatments start just at $10 per month and keeps offers generic versions. Discreet packaging and proven results. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Prevention is key. Treatments can take four to six months to see results, so act fast. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash btbarmy to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash btbarmy to get your first month free. keeps.com slash btbarmy. So we're back. Um, so the baby, duh, D-A, baby, said some super out-of-pocket shit at Rolling Loud this last weekend. Ignorant shit came out of dude's mouth. Okay, he didn't give an apology about it. Um, I mean, he didn't give a real one. Okay, not not even a semi-sincere apology. In fact, he doubled down to himself and made a music video going against any type of backpedaling. He went the total opposite direction. Now, there is no stronger community, but there's also no there's not another more sensitive community, but very strong community than the LBGTQ community okay they do not fuck around all right they will fuck your shit up they will stop your paper they will fucking put you in a fucking hole and punish you okay when a rapper as new as the baby gets this type of attention worldwide so big that sir elton john chimes in it's a pretty big deal all right guess what the baby don't give a single the fuck all right not even a fraction of the fuck and I bet he can't even name a single Elton John song. And even if you played him the biggest John Elton John hit, like he wouldn't even know what the fuck the song was, okay? And that, that's besides the point. Just saying the generation gap is so wide that nobody guided or helped out this new generation with full service culture lessons. That's from fucking alternative to fucking mod, 80s, soul, whatever the fuck it is. There was nothing it was like this big gap again. So motherfuckers just have a short fucking, you know, selection of music and fucking information. But anyways, more about that another time. Dua Lipa, who is a huge international mega superstar. She has a song with the baby, right? It's a big hit. And it was a fucking weird collaboration, but they did it. Cool, whatever. And she made a statement via her IG stories. Okay. Right there, okay, IG story. Look, if Dua Lipa actually gave a fuck that much, she would have posted more than just a 24-hour disappearing IG story, okay? At least a tweet, because you know what? And she unfollowed him, big fucking deal. All this hooting and hollering, it will pass. And if you're strong enough, and it seems like the baby is, look, man, that shit ain't gonna phase him, okay? Also, even when it's for the absolute right reason, right, now, I'm talking about cancel culture. Even when it's like, let's say, for instance, meaning a murder, a rape, okay? Not some speculation rape or alleged, you know, Lee, whatever. I'm talking actual rape, okay? Even then, cancel culture should not exist, okay? Even for that piece of shit, Harvey Weinstein. Either someone in jail is going to handle it, 
via that good Wonder Bread bag treatment with no olive oil, or he'll get shanked and the court systems will do their thing. Yeah, sometimes justice isn't served, but look, it still ain't no place for Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, or cancel culture's gang. They're fucking their job to decide what the punishment should be. All right, it's just a bunch of bullshit. Because you want to know, most of the time, they don't know the fuck they're talking about. Every day I see people judge with fake evidence, lies, pushing their own agenda, and of course, my favorite term, gaslighting. Fuck out of here, okay? Seen some fucking girl post, you know what? Beyonce, Rihanna, and fucking uh, Nicki Minaj all unfollowed the baby. First of all, Beyonce doesn't follow anybody. Rihanna never fucking followed. And that's the type of shit I'm talking about. It's like, why do you put, you're making your side look bad. Okay? There is a job for professionals. And that's definitely on a legal, when you have a lawyer or a legal team or whatever, that's for professionals. You don't want an amateur motherfucker representing you, right? Yeah, people, oh, I got the cancel culture on my side. Fuck that. Fuck cancel culture. I don't want them anywhere near me, okay? These people need to be held accountable in front of a jury of their peers, not social media, a real judge, okay? All right, I'm not gonna sit there, oh, God can judge. No, fuck that. No, God, I, I need to see some real shit. Not cancel, I wanna see some shit, okay? Now, I don't agree at all with the baby, but I do semi-admire that he ain't about to let them get the best of him. It's like, fuck this. He's like, man, fuck that. You know, cool. Now, I think he's big enough at this point to live off of his own culture, right? I think black people got his back and they'll support him enough to where he doesn't need, you know, any money from white people, from Asians, from anyone else, Latinos, whatever. But now, when the bigger bags are involved, I think it could be a curtain call for dude. So I don't know what his spending is like, right? I don't know, you know, and he's got kids, he's got all this other shit going on. I don't know. Just don't think he gives a fuck. Now, Rolling Loud, I think he could do those. He could do club appearances, do all his shit, everything else, and still hit LA and New York and get his monetization off whatever, depending on how hot he remains, okay? And Rolling Loud, is, is they're big, right? But not like, I'm talking about, it's not, look, anything ran by Live Nation or like Coachella, yeah, nah. Ain't no way Coachella's giving him a fucking headline spot. Live Nation, fucking uh, Golden Voice, AEG, and those other places. I don't know. It's, it's going to be tough. I don't think those checks are going to come again unless he does a full, real, sincere apology. I just don't see it happening. All right? But we shall see how this pans out. I'm actually interested. Okay? I always like to hear both sides. Okay? I hate cancel culture. Hate is a strong word, and you shouldn't fight hate with hate, the baby said that. Don't fight hate with hate. That's right. Whatever. People are so upset. He got him because he said all that homophobic shit and whatever. It's all good. Okay. But the thing is, he did say some out of pocket homophobic shit. And since the sensitivity levels of the LBGTQ community is so out of this world, they're going to make a movie. You know, they'll make a movie out of any 10 second TikTok. All right. They'll go further past to the maximum fucking level of pissivity, okay? You can't give them ammo, all right? They've already gone through enough, right? I have compassion. I've heard all the shit. I've seen, you know, I know people get killed and murdered and made fun of and teased, and that's why they're going so crazy. Look, I'm not being silent, right? I'm being quite the opposite, and I'm just saying the baby don't give a fuck, and he's not going to apologize, okay? It's real weird. It's like he punched someone, broke their nose, 
and then he paid for the hospital bill. He did not say sorry to the victim, but he got the victim's poor mother a job, and it that's just what he just weird. It's fucking weird. Now, Boosie, he's out of control. He's 100% off the hook. He's like that drunk uncle, says whatever the fuck he wants. You know what I'm saying? He got kids too. He's just fucking crazy, right? And um, believe it or not, through all the shit that he said, you know, I do understand the sentiment of where Boosie is trying to come from, right? And I don't think he's, you know, down low, closet gay, none of that. It's, it's just stupid as fuck. What's funny is it seems as if the loudest, most participating commenters on social media are just non-straight men, right? Like, if you hate straight men, just say that, okay? Not every straight guy necessarily wants to see this progressive, today's progressive society and, um, you know, the open arms for the gay community being promoted all over the page. Some of these guys don't want to see that. That don't mean that they're homophobic or that they hate the gays or anything else, whatever. There's shit that, you know, I don't necessarily particularly care for Japanese cars. Don't want to see them on my timeline. I'm not going to say anything else. But if I said anything, you might be like, oh, you just don't like fucking Japanese cars, man. What the fuck's wrong with Japanese cars? Just like, it's crazy. It goes with this. You know, some of these people don't care. They just want to see women instead. You know, they're not sitting there making a thing. They're just so defensive. It's such a fucking lose-lose situation, you know, but it seems like right now, it's like you're, you're a straight man. You're going to get fucking hated on, period, all right? And just because they are like that don't mean they're closet gay, okay? They're not scared to say, oh, you know, I'm scared to admit that I'm, I really like men. No, that's bullshit. Stop that shit. Stop that bullshit, okay? <laughs> it's, that's not it at all. Some motherfuckers don't like, you know, whatever th that they're not used to, and it don't mean that they want to be that person, Yes, it may be the case for some things, but not this. People trying to say that Boosie, I don't know, I think Boosie, he always want to comment on gay shit, so that means he is gay. No, that's not, no. What the fuck are you talking about? Anyways, Boosie's another motherfucker who is not going to say sorry, okay? Sidebar. I did not know that the baby killed somebody. That's some crazy shit. I can't believe it didn't get bigger news, but he did, not allegedly, he did, and whatever, and then I guess... The witness didn't show up to court, and that's why he got off, whatever. And, uh, you know, since all this shit came to light yesterday, I decided to read all about it on the plane because that would take my mind off of my anxiety, and it's fucking wild. I don't know, but I'm done with it. Look, that's enough, but I wanted to really focus on. I was supposed to have uh, Distorted on this show today. We we're going to do this, this hobby thing or art, but there's she's so much deeper than, than the hobby. But one, she missed her flight. Two, I was all fucked up last night. And um, we'll do it another time. But yeah, cyberbullying, I've noticed, is mostly from trolls that will never show their faces, okay? And they feel protected because of that, and that's some punk-ass shit, period, right? I've been bullied before as a kid, but I stood up for myself, okay? I got my payback, and I got my motivation from that. But I know others haven't, but that don't mean, you know... <laughs> I know they can't stand up for themselves, whatever. It's like, look, I don't have I don't have an answer for that. My mind don't work that way. Like, I'm going to fuel it and get my fucking revenge. You know, that's me, you know? And they're like, oh, it's bad to get revenge. No, motherfucker, it's good to put people in their place and good to give people a lesson, 
right? And make them feel a certain way. So when people are getting fucking, you know, they're getting shit on whatever, they be, oh, you know, I've been shit on all my entire life. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna make a fake profile and fuck with people. You know what happens with me when I see that shit? I block it. Block them. Block 200,000 people if I need to. Give a fuck. Fuck you listen to all that bullshit for. Anyways, um, I would never allow anybody to get bullied in front of me. Okay. Just thought about saying this right now. I got sidetracked of thinking about this shit. Haven't got my coffee yet. Listen, I got fucking shot in the back. Okay. With my own gun because I couldn't stand to see a grown man hit a girl. That is a true story. I know I've talked about it here. I got involved when I should have minded my own damn business and I paid for it. Okay. Don't necessarily regret it. You know what I mean? Whatever. I don't know, Marion, where are you in life? But I know I saved your life, but I just could not stand seeing that shit happen. So, you know, I'm just, I'm not here for bullying, period. And I do what I can. It's people like, yo, why are you bullying somebody? No, motherfucker. One person clapping back and the other person backs down, that ain't bullying. Don't start shit with the grown ass adult, especially if you're an adult. Listen, man. If you're old enough to talk shit, you're old enough to get your ass whipped. But anyways, look, guys, I'm here in Chicago for the National, right? This is the biggest card show. This is the biggest sports card convention in the world. It's uh, going to be crazy today. If you're around, I know you're listening to this right now in real time. It's probably like 1230 or whatever the fuck time it is where you are. If you're in Chicago right now, then you already know it's 230. It's kind of late. I'm already kind of walking around. But listen, stop by the Tops booth. Catch me walking around, you know, the show. Um, also be here at the National tomorrow. I'll be walking around from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. I'll definitely be popping in and out of the Tops booth. So catch me. If for some reason I do not drop my Kyle Lewis autos today at full at the National because I didn't bring that many to do, I'll figure out a way to sell them online, but not on my BBDTC website. I'll probably do like a PayPal or like a Cash App or some shit. I don't know. I'll figure it out. But guys, look at I promise to give you a Ben Baller X Strawberry hoodie, right? Strawberry Jazz, my Glock don't. So here we go. Need you guys to go to the latest BTB IG post at Ben Baller Pod. Not my personal page, the podcast Instagram page, okay? Leave a comment, okay? Name all three high schools that I attended and at least one school prior to high school, whether it be an elementary school or junior high, right? It's going to be four schools you list. Leave it in a comment. The first guy and the first girl to answer that in the comments on the Ben Baller Pod Instagram page will get picked, be the winner, and maybe I might even choose an extra person, okay? I will be personally shipping these out myself when I get back. Not anybody else, so I'm going to do it myself. I'm not going to rely on anyone else, okay? Now pivot real quick. Some sports shit. My Seattle Seahawks have officially started practice yesterday, and uh, Jamal Adams is real close to getting his new contract deal. I've been talking to him quite a bit. You know, I talked to Quandre almost every other day. So he watched, you know, the Hawks practice, do their thing, whatever. Pete Carroll made a statement that blew the whole world's mind, blew my mind too. He said that 90 out of 91 Seahawks players are vaccinated with at least one shot. 90, okay? That's fucking 99% of the entire team is vaccinated. And by next week, they'll be fully vaccinated with both shots. Just fucking amazing. 
Okay, I do think a lot of things are going to start closing down again. It's a real nasty, confusing situation. All I can say is, please stay safe and stay strong. All right, guys. Um, the NCAA has also announced that they will not be giving Reggie Bush his Heisman Trophy back, even though they changed the rules with the college players accepting money and being able to make money. It's really fucking just some chicken shit bullshit, okay? Thank God I took a pic of it. I've seen it in person many times. I actually, t- I, look, if you go to the actual BTB IG page on the place you're supposed to comment for the strawberry hoodie, you'll see an actual pic of Reggie Bush's real Heisman Trophy. Um, that's a pic I took in like 2006 or 2007. In fact, I used a digital camera. I was like, fuck this. I'm not going to use no motherfucking... There was, not, there was no phone that was capable of taking a, a decent pick like that. But anyways, last thing I wanted to say before we head into the weekend is there are a lot of snakes out there. With this NBA draft going on tonight and everything, look, they're out there. They're hungry. They're preying on the weak. Okay? And don't use this for sports so much. Use this for anything professional in life. All right? They can do some sharp observation they're, sni- they're like snipers, right? They don't wait. They don't watch you flourish, you know, early. They don't watch you practice. They don't care about the hard work. They don't care about your process or how you got from point A to point W. What they do is they wait at the finish line and they only fuck with the winners. Some people don't mind that. Yo, look, I don't fuck with that shit. That's why the women who behave that way, they get handled like one night stands. Unless these dudes are just fucking weenies and they just getting used to being a winner and getting that shit and they can't see the chameleons. Look, what I'm trying to say is Nick was with me at my low, low point. All right. Yes, I had a lot of fucking success prior to meeting Nick, but I hit a real low point and I was on a downhill slope. I was going to a dark place, and financially, that motherfucking uh, recession was fucking me up, okay? So I had a little bit of paper, but it was running short, okay? The thing is, Nicolette saw I had max potential, all right? And she legitimately brought the best out of me, and she continues to do so, all right? So fun fact, our first trip ever together was here to Chicago, so I kind of catch, you know, I low-key catch the feels when I get back here, you know, in Chi-Town. But okay, y'all, look, that's it. Have a great weekend. Don't forget, next Friday, I'll be at Cookies in San Bernardino in the 909. That is August 6th. I'll be there from 4 to 6 p.m. And guys, make sure to download the Dead Stock app. We got my boy Brian Filipino entrepreneur coming on the weekend wrap up on Monday to talk about his new game-changing sneaker app okay so everyone gets some rest because I know I need some rest and never forget this is not your practice life I yo Mr. Lakey inspired yeah you already know sir I need them beats so we can go home all right y'all peace peace